Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. And we want to make sure those advertisers are ones that you'll actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com slash Florio and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way, we can bring on advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash Florio. F-L-O-R-I-O. Thanks for your help. Hey, in case you didn't know, we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah! Kansas City Chiefs getting it done again, and there's Chris Jones and Andy Reid celebrating. Oh, it cut away too fast. Can we go back to that? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. See that right there? See how Andy Reid, see his reaction to that when Chris Jones is manhandling him yeah. the way he was? Chris, that is you and me every damn Sunday in football <laughs> season. You realize that. That's exactly what happens. That I'm sitting in my chair, minding my own business, and then the big giant comes up behind me and starts doing exactly what Chris Jones is doing to Andy Reid. Now, all Andy Reid can do is sit there and laugh his way that's through all it. I that's can it do. every that's week. That's all he can do. He that's all you can do. That's all you do. You try to fight it. You try to fight it. You just got to let it go and let me manhandle you and, and, you know, grab your man breast and everything like he's doing there. It's incredible. It really was. It was a great thing at the end of the football game. It was funny see all the reactions when, on social media when, when when i saw that i was like did i just see what i just saw and then when you see andy reed i mean that's it you just kind of you just kind of have to submit there's not a damn thing you can do about it not and i misspoke on the way to break i'm thinking i'm thinking four super bowls in six years because that's how long patrick Mahomes has been the starter but 2018 they didn't make it it's four out of five years four out of five years they have qualified for the Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? Right. Four out of five years. As I said last week, we all want to witness history. Folks, we're witnessing it. Yes. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And I and people, oh, we saw the we saw the Patriots. They went they won six in twenty years. The way the Chiefs are going, they're gonna win six in ten. It's it's incredible. And it's all back to Mahomes, the level of achievement and performance he reaches when it matters most. 
and the confidence that comes from the experience. That was it, plain and simple. Ravens are the better team. Ravens are the better team. Player to player, man to man across the board, they're the better team. But you know what they don't have? They don't have experience. And it showed yesterday. The Chiefs were messing with them all day. The Chiefs kept, they just knew how to, we know how to, we know what it feels like. We know, we know how to poke and needle and prod, and you're going to blow your stack, and you're going to lose your focus, and you're going to make dumb mistakes, and we're going to capitalize on them because that's what we need to beat you because you're better than us. But we're better than you when it comes to understanding this moment and mastering it and using it against you. And that's exactly what they did all day long. They're, they're unreal. I don't know what, you know what to say. I picked the Ravens to win the game. I was sitting there two minutes, three minutes into the game, rooting my ass off for the cheats. There's just something about the story, about them being the villains, you know, about the fact that nobody in the country wanted the Chiefs to win yesterday. They just relish the moment. Like you said, they, they don't even blink. They actually love it. Ooh, we're getting booed. It's on the road. There's a lot of purple in the crowd. This is different. I mean... It's, it's, like you said, incredible what we're watching. We are watching all-time stuff. We are watching a quarterback that is already one of the greats of greats right there with Brady and Manning and Elway and whoever you want to talk about. This play right here is insane. All right? This play, and I would like to, like, don't go yet farther yet, guys. Rewind this play again. First off. Like, Mike, this play is sprint right option, right? The old Dwight Clark, uh, Joe Montana play. You, the, you throw to the two guys. There's three receivers down here. One's kind of a throwaway guy. The play is all about throwing to two guys. I mean, you kind of wall yourself off when you call this play. The quarterback sprints to the right. Now it's like, uh-oh. Like, okay, yeah, all right, so we're chopping off half the field. It's one of these two guys. The Ravens switch it off. The amount of times that Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, let's just say they've run this play 200 times in their career, I bet you the ball has never come back to the backside guy like that. That doesn't happen. For all quarterbacks out there, if they've run it 100 times, that play right there, I bet you most of them, me included, would go, I've actually never got back to that guy. That's not even a thing. He's kind of just there to occupy space. Incredible. There's ballers like you're talking about. They're like, what? The moment? Oh, well, we'll get it done. That's who we are. Right? They're, we've seen, what, the Bills of the 90s, the Patriots of 2014, 16, 17, and 18. This is only the third team ever to go four out of five Super Bowls. It's incredible. This play right here is insanity in the membranity. They just love the moment. They're special. Like, the Ravens were the better football team yesterday. It's just nobody told the Chiefs. They didn't know. They didn't care. Nobody told them, and uh, they're, they're the greatest thing in the sport right now. They're incredible. And, and they have so much experience and so much poise in those moments. Yeah. They know how to make you losers. It even started before the game when I don't know what Justin Tucker was trying to do. They and were trying the to mess with Mahomes, which is stupid. 45 yards. Like yeah. And, and and so what do they do? Yeah, you know, Mahomes picks up the the little tripod holder thing and throws it away, and then Kelsey comes in, throws the balls away, throws Tucker's helmet. Like they don't care. They're not going to take your crap. You're not you're not going to mess with us. You're not going to bully us. We're going to bully you. And see, that's the thing. When it's an inexperienced bully, they don't know how to go about it the right way. The Chiefs are experienced bullies, 
And there's sno- a sneaky low key bullies yeah, too. Yeah, exactly right. They're not in your right. face about it. Right, right. They, they pick their spots. Exactly. And they know how to mess with you. Right. And it's it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the Lions. The Chiefs are unpredictable. They're not any one thing. They're everything. And they're anything when they need to be whatever they need to be. And yesterday, they needed to be a little chippy. I had somebody text me about, I can't believe the Chiefs are getting away with this. I can't believe they're doing it. I can't believe they're doing all this. Like, but you know what? It's working. It's working is right. It's working. Right. Right. It doesn't matter if you don't like it. It's working. That's right. They've embraced the ugly. They've embraced we're a defensive team. They've embraced we're going to win the damn game. However, we got to win the game. Right. You and I have talked a lot through the years and gone. The Chiefs don't ever get the credit they deserve for the physicality of their football team. Right. They don't. It doesn't matter who it is. Oh, the great big bad Eagles last year. Who can mess with them? Oh, that's right. They won the Super Bowl. Oh, the 49ers of 2019. It's one of the greatest defenses we ever saw. Oh, they're so physical. The run game with Shanahan. Oh, they answer the bell. They do that. Then there we are again yesterday. I mean, are you kidding me? They're, they're, they're out of this world. And, like, to your point, Mike, there, why would you, one, right, like the tripod being on the goal line, like kickers don't kick warm-up kicks on the goal line. Yeah. Okay? I, so I, 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 none so of it that's where sense. it makes me think it was a little bit like, hey, go down there and just get in their way a little bit. I don't know if Justin Tucker did that on his own or if somebody on the chief staff told him to do that to go get underneath their skin. But, damn, haven't we learned don't poke or get underneath the skin of the great bear named Patrick Mahomes who will, like, make sure you know who the hell he is by the end of the day? That was a little weird, honestly, to, to start the game. I'd like to know the, the history of that, and I hope it comes out during the week. Well, well, Ravens coach John Harbaugh was a longtime special teams coordinator, so I don't know. Maybe it was his idea, but it, it was a mistake. And I asked the league, like, what happened to the memo that says the teams have to stay within their own 45-yard lines during warm-ups. How in the hell was Justin Tucker even down there? And what are you doing? Like, I don't think he was practicing 110-yard field goals. Exactly. I don't think that – I don't think he wanted to see if his range was north of 95. (laughs) Right. There's no reason for him to be in the end zone – Facing a goalpost that is less than 10 yards away. What the hell is he doing there with his little tripod? I, I just thought the whole thing was weird. But like you said, why do you want to give Patrick Mahomes anything more? You are not going to intimidate him. You are not going to bully him. You are not going to throw him off his game. You're just going to make him more determined to throw you off of your game. And that's exactly what the Chiefs did. You know, I look at the Lions and I see reasons to believe that maybe they've learned from what happened. And maybe they'll benefit from it down the road. And we'll talk more about that game coming up. Because there's one important point Dan Campbell made yesterday that, that I really want to flush out some. Okay. I look at the Ravens. And I listen to what Lamar Jackson said after the game. We're not frustrated. We're angry. He said that over and over again. I, I just – maybe the experience helps them. Maybe, maybe they just have to become so physically dominant than the other team that it doesn't matter. But they need to learn how to play – the psychological game that the Chiefs played yesterday and won. And I don't know that getting to that game and losing it, I don't know that they're going to learn that lesson. It's going to be a challenge for John Harbaugh to take what happened yesterday and adjust the message and to get his guys ready for a moment like that in the future. Because their their physicality, their brute force, their physical dominance was used against them yesterday by the Chiefs. And they thought that they could they thought they could kind of push them up against the wall 
and the Chiefs knew when and how and where to push back. Yeah, that's right. The Chiefs met their physicality, and then they, they, they went, wait, we'll match your physicality, and then every big play and big moment, we'll make the play. We're the Chiefs, and that's kind of went, went down there. I mean, you know, hey, it's, it's the, the Chiefs, the way they've reinvented themselves here the last few weeks, the way their offense is playing, right? We talked last week. Teams don't play B-minus football and then all of a sudden get in the playoffs and be play, play A-plus football. That, that really doesn't happen. It's really rare. That just shows you how great they are and the fact that they could tinker and adjust the way they're playing, still make it happen. Andy Reid again. Patience with the run game? Like, who is, what, what, who is this guy coaching the Chiefs and what they do with Andy Reid? It's the second week in a row. I mean, 24 rushes, they only had 68 yards, but he stayed patient with it because he wasn't going to let the Ravens just get off on them being one-dimensional. What a throw by Mahomes right here, right? This, this is the first touchdown. Unbelievable throw, unbelievable catch. When he threw that ball, I mean, see, I think what happens, Chris, we're so used to seeing him do this stuff, we've become desensitized I know. to how special it is. I know. That's why I got on Twitter yesterday during this. This is why. It wasn't disrespect to the Ravens or anything because I was sitting in my living room yelling and my family, and you can hear I'm, I'm hoarse. They were all going, you're losing your voice. Relax. And I was like, <laughs> are, are, I was like, this is effing insane what we're watching. I mean, it's insane. They make plays that are just like, for you're right, for anybody else, we're going, that's the most damnedest play I've ever seen in my life. With them, it's like, Oh, it's another drive. They just, oh, they made one of those Chiefs plays. It's remarkable. And then they do it with like a dirtiness and a toughness right now where it's not pretty. It's not wide open. They are playing the defense. They're staying patient with the run game. Spagnolo's showing he's one of the greatest defensive coordinators in the history of the sport. And, yeah, on the road, disrespect, chippiness. I mean, Mike, I can't get over all the people yesterday I'm watching on TV and pregame shows that were trying to tell me if Lamar won the game yesterday, like, it put him on the same level as Mahomes. I love Lamar. You love Lamar. We know that. But, like, really? You're going to say that? The guy that's got a losing record in the playoffs? He hasn't even been in the playoffs for three years? You're just going to go, if he wins today, he's up there with the guy that's been the best player in the sport for six years in a row? Like, what? Come on. It's like people are disrespecting the Chiefs, too, and that's just fuel for their fire uh, that they love. They really love, and I love it, too. It's contagious. This is a prime example of the value of experience in these moments, and I thought of this earlier today before the show started. Since the game yeah. where the Ravens were the one seed in the divisional round, since that game when the Titans came to town right. and beat them, right. since that loss – the Chiefs had gone to three Super Bowls and won two of them. Before that game, the Chiefs hadn't been to a Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes. Right. And so you go from that game, the last big moment for the Ravens. And I know they, okay, they delivered in the divisional round last week and avoided getting beaten as the one seed with the week off for the second time in the past four years. But when you look at the lack of playoff experience the Ravens have had since losing to the Titans when they were the one seed, they were 14-2, and two, they were the team that we thought were going to the Super Bowl that year, and you look at all the experience the Chiefs have gained since then, all those reps, all those moments, all, the, all of it, preparation, practice, thinking, studying, 
executing, sweating it out, finding a way to win. That's all extra experience the Chiefs had that the Ravens didn't. Yeah. And I just think we need to have a greater appreciation for experience. And I know there's a fatigue out there with the Chiefs. If you're not a Chiefs fan, you want somebody else. And if you're just neutral, you want somebody else. I'm sick of seeing the Chiefs. It's like the 70s. I'm sick of seeing the Steelers. I'm sick of seeing the Cowboys. I'm sick of seeing the Dolphins. Pete Rozelle was sick of it. Right. Pete Rozelle envisioned a world where everyone had a chance every year. Pete Rozelle would hate this. It's the Chiefs and the Chiefs and the Chiefs and the 49ers and the Chiefs and the Chiefs and the Chiefs and the 49ers. And and that experience continues to lay the foundation for more of it. And, you know, I have people get excited. Oh, oh, look, oh, the Chiefs are off. Oh, the whole, oh, they, nobody can catch the ball. Oh, look at what happened to them on Christmas Day at home. Oh, they're done. They're done. It's over. It's done. The guy's 28 years old. He's far from done. Get used to this, folks. Go do something else on Sundays from September to February if you can't <laughs> deal with it because Patrick Mahomes is going to be doing anywhere. this for another 10 years <laughs> yeah. at least. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's not going anywhere. I mean, he's really – Kind of just starting to hit the prime of his career, uh, America. So I, I hope you you get used to it. He's he's really at a point in his career right now where physical and mental ability are all pin, like hitting a pinnacle. Where he's really going to be as good as he's ever been the next few years. So yes, watch out. Let alone like you've talked about there, what they've built, the moments they've been in. There's going to be there's nothing. That's going to ever face him now. I mean, he's, he's accomplished it all. He doesn't feel pressure like we talked about. You know, I'm down to the Eagles. We're down to the 49ers. That was a Super Bowl. This is just, we're just going on the road to win the AFC championship game. This wasn't pressure to them. All the pressure was on the Ravens. And, of course, the Ravens blinked. They didn't answer the intensity bell, the attention, the detail, the execution that the Chiefs did early on in the football game, let alone the baller moments. And then... As the Ravens finally settled in and you started to go, okay, here they go. This is going to get interesting. The Chiefs defense, whether it was the strip of Zay Flowers as he's diving in the end zone or the interception of Lamar, uh, Lamar Jackson in the end zone, you know, those were, of course, big championship moments by the unit, the defense of the Kansas City Chiefs that's carried them home this year, and they were incredible moments as well. We're going to put a pin in the Ravens side of it until next segment. I want to follow up on something you said about Mahomes getting to that sweet spot where you've got your physical abilities yeah. and your mental abilities have blossomed to the point where there's nothing you haven't seen. Right. There's nothing they can do to fool you. You walk up to the line of scrimmage. You don't have to run around with your hair on fire and wait for something to happen and make a shortstop throw with both feet off the ground across your body right on the money right. the first base. Right. Because you know before you even have the ball in your hands who's going to be open and where you're going to throw the ball. Yeah. He is craving. He is desperate to get to that point. He talked about it before the season. Right. I talked to him about it after they beat the Patriots the week after that disappointing loss to the Bills where they had the bad, not bad call. It was a good call. It was the bad moment from Kadarius Toney and Mahomes had a bad moment and how he reacted to all of it. But he's still desperate to get there and he knows he's going to get there and when he does, it's only going to get better for the Chiefs and worse for everybody else who's had enough of the Chiefs. I'm serious. Get used to this. It will be an upset if we don't see more of this in the future. And as long as he's healthy, somebody made this point in the pregame show yesterday because, you know, I picked the Chiefs and I've been saying we're witnessing history. We need to understand Mahomes is Mahomes and Mahomes is always going to find a way. And if we haven't learned that by now, we're never going to learn it, but we should. 
Somebody made the point about, and it may have been your dad, I can't remember, but about the the Super Bowl loss. The only reason they lost that game is because he had a toe that needed to be operated on two days Definitely. later. And both tackles got hurt in that game, game. Remember? Yeah. If if he but if he could have moved in that game the way we've always seen him move, they would have beaten the Buccaneers that day. Yeah, yeah. They'd or, have three, right? And they'd be working on four, right? And, and Tom just Brady catch would the have ball. six. They catch the ball that day. Who knows what the hell is going to happen, right? I mean, Tyree Kill dropped two touchdowns. There was another drop as well where like he made him un, unreal plays. You know, they were they were they were outplayed that day. He was not 100%, but you're right. If he was 100%, who the hell knows what happens? I mean, it, this is a guy that understands how to play team football, yet understands, wait, we're not playing our best as our team. Jump on my back. I'll carry us now, guys. I got it. It's just rare. It's rare, right? And, yes, the way, you know, like you're talking about, where he is as a general at the line of scrimmage right now, right, I'm not going to – it's getting close to Brady and Manning type stuff. I mean, again, this is the Ravens. The Ravens, as we saw all year, confused everybody, made every quarterback look weird. The, the, the plan of attack, the way the game was managed by the Chiefs was extraordinary. They got every ounce of what they could get out of their offense. And one, yes, because of Matt Nagy and Andy Reid and their coaching, but two, the quarterback allows them to do it, like we've talked about the last few weeks, right? I mean, you just don't fool Mahomes. He Every play, he's at the line of scrimmage. Hey, 52, even, 45, even. Ah, blah, 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 every play. So he he's getting to that point like you're talking about. It's scary, let alone we know the physical ability, the drive, you know, the work ethic. It's all next-level stuff. And he's got the view of Brady the GOAT always sitting right in front of him that he's chasing and he just never relents. It's unreal. Got to get to three. Got to get to four. Got to get to five. Got to get to six. Got to get to seven. There's that. He's got that goal. It's there. It's in plain focus. And that's what he's trying to do. And you mentioned like what they do before the snap. I don't know if this has happened to you yet this year, but like there'll be times like if you look away after a play and you kind of look back up, the Chiefs move around so much, both the running back and the quarterback before right. the snap. It's almost like an optical illusion. You think they're on defense. That's <laughs> yeah. how much they're moving around. Yeah, right. Have you, has that happened to you? Like There have been times where it's like, wait a minute, who's on defense now? Yeah. Because you see Mahomes going all over the place like a middle linebacker, and then the guy next to him Yeah, and then Pacheco's at receiver, but... and he's walking back to running yeah. back, and then he kind of goes back at the receiver, and he comes back, and then he shifts the tight end over, and then he tells some guy to motion. And you're like, damn, are they disguising a blitz, or are they running an offensive play here? What the hell yeah. are they doing? Uh, it's, it's incredible. It is. They got everything. And that, like we talked about a few weeks ago, they've embraced who they are. They've embraced the ugly. There they are. Yes. As amazing as Patrick Mahomes is and everything we're talking about. And Kelsey showed up and was a superstar yesterday. And of course, Chris Jones showed up. He's a superstar. They didn't even have Willie Gay. They didn't have Joe Tooney. They're phenomenal players. To your point, they ain't going nowhere where Mahomes is, let alone they're one of the youngest teams in football. They're going nowhere. And they're finding new ways to do it. I mean, that's what I think is impressive. 17-7.5, no big deal. Mahomes will take care of the ball. Defense, lock it down. We'll play ugly the second half, and we'll just we'll win the game. 
They didn't do much on the offensive side of the ball, but they didn't mess the game up on that side of the ball. And when they had a chance to close it out, there goes the big throw to a guy that we saw drop balls all year long in a big moment. They don't care. He goes, I still got confidence in you. He's been telling him he's got confidence in him, and he throws Marquez Valdez-Scanling a post down the middle of the field. He makes an incredible adjustment, catches the ball, and night-night Baltimore. We'll see you next year. Hey, you made that big catch in Buffalo last week, and that's just a product of the confidence, the faith, the help, the support. Mahomes told me after that game against the Patriots where they had some ugly drops, what, I said, specifically, what are you going to do to help these guys get better? And, you know, he said there's no magic to it. It's just about getting your confidence back. So when you have the greatest quarterback in the world constantly telling you what you can do, at some point the light goes and you make the big catch in the big spot and your team's going to the Super Bowl. Let's take a break. When we return, some praise for the Chiefs' defense and Steve Spagnolo, who put together a great yeah. game plan as Bags, executed baby. to perfection by the Kansas City defense. We'll discuss that next here on PFT Live. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, it's, it's special because that's a great team and a great quarterback. Um, and uh, Spags, it seems like when the games get bigger, when the challenges get higher, he performs even better. Um, and um, the guys executed the game plan well. Um, they got timely turnovers that played down down at the goal line, punching the ball out. Uh, I think it was Sneed and recovering it. That was, that was a timely turnover, obviously. And um, whenever they're rolling like that, I have to kind of manage my game. Um, that's stuff that I've learned throughout the season is even if we're not having the success that I want to have, defense is rolling and getting stops let's just take the take the safe choice get the ball out of my hand don't turn the ball over and let's go win a football game oh no Patrick but you got to be aggressive you got to go with the analytics you got to throw the ball all over the place you got to keep delivering see that's the value of experience folks you learn what it takes to have at least one more point than the other team in a single elimination game I don't have to throw I don't have to keep throwing across my body I don't have to keep 
doing all this stuff that has an element of risk to it when the right. defense is playing the way it is. Right. That's brilliant. Yes. It's not about him. It's not about stats. No. It's not about highlights. It's not about his ego. It's about one thing and one thing only, right. winning the game and advancing to the next level. That's I'll do whatever right. I t- what it takes to get there, even if I don't have to do much of anything. That's right. If he, that's the right play, that's what I'll do. That's right. He learned, hey, it's okay. I saw Brady go to the Super Bowl and let his defense win an AFC championship game a few times. Why can't my defense do that? Nobody remembers, really. They just go, damn, you won the championship. You're on another Super Bowl. And then you go from there. Nobody gives a damn when it really gets all said and done. And kudos to him for checking his ego at the door anyways. That's what's amazing about the guy. Like you're saying, it's not, it's not about him. He just wants to win the damn game. And he tells you, hey, I learned during the year, damn, I, I want to do some things and make my magic. But, man, we're good enough where... I can just go, whoa, defense, let me just be a little conservative. If I got to throw it away or take it a sack, okay, I'll do that. We're going to win the game. There, that's mature. That's, that's maturity of the football team, all the situations they've been in. It's, it's incredible that way. But, but I will say this. They did have their Dan Campbell moment as well. They did. You strip sack Lamar Jackson. You get an extra possession on him. You got a fourth and one. You're going to run it up the middle against the big Ravens defense, kick the freaking field goal, then go up 17-7. to That was the only mistake I thought Andy Reid made yesterday. The only one. He let aggressive, our favorite word, get a, get a hold of him in that moment. But from there on out, they did it the right way and played championship football and just continued to battle and battle and, and out hit the Ravens. Yeah, because, look, if the Ravens go down and score a touchdown after that, it's 14-all. That was your chance to go up two scores. That was your chance to go up 10 points, and they blew it. I agree with you. And wasn't the next drive when Lamar Jackson caught the pass to himself? It and, was. It was like I a mean, few plays that's later. One of those, that's, one of those, that's one of those plays. Like Ayuk. In a game Where like you that. go, oh, no, here yeah, goes the exactly. momentum. We, oh, no. Yes. Yeah. All right. So here they are, 14-7, two plays after the fourth down stop. And, I mean, man, when he caught it, I was literally like, oh, my gosh, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. gone. And good thing Drew Trankwell, you know, Johnny on the spot, is able to jump and dive and and clip his ankles there and bring him down. But incredible play by Lamar. But really, one of the only few plays by Lamar in the first half of that football game and throughout the game because of that Chiefs defense. And Steve Spagnuolo, who – you know, again, we talk about coordinators that need to be in the Hall of Fame or whatever. Spags is getting one of those guys that I don't care when it's all said and done what he did as a head coach. He is a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator. He's as good as we've ever seen. They always answer the bell. They're always creative. And some of these plays, Mike, I think you agree, were just truly phenomenal by the Chiefs defense. Unbelievable, unbelievable. And you're right, Spagnola said some of the great game plans of all time. And he gets his guys ready. They're opportunistic. They did what they had to do to slow down the Ravens. Three turnovers on the day. There's the last one, the interception. Throwing the ball into triple coverage. Yes. I, look, I... Not uh, good. Okay. Um, but, but what? and the four sacks of Lamar Jackson. You're right. It was masterful because this is a team that has beaten every good team handily. It's incredible. And... You know, they showed the graphic coming out of halftime, and I'm surprised Jim Nance and Tony Romo didn't make a big deal of this. 22 plays in the first half, the fewest the Ravens have had in a game that Lamar Jackson has started. 22 plays in the first half. 
That's it. Hard to beat a team right. like the Chiefs right. if you've only got 22 snaps in the first half of the game. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Chiefs stayed on the field, third down conversions, fourth down conversions, stayed patient with the run, right? Mahomes make a little magic here, control the clock. I mean, it's 319 yards total for the day for the Chiefs offense. It's four yards a play. They manage the game perfectly. They get 37 minutes of, of time of possession. I mean, they, they really, what's interesting is they kind of out-raven the Ravens in Baltimore. And that just doesn't happen a lot. Like, no, we'll run the ball. We'll be physical. We'll be ugly. We'll make the big plays in the big moments. We know that's what you usually do at home, Baltimore. But we're the Chiefs. We'll show you how it's done. And that, to me, is, is, is something to say about the Chiefs. And, Mike, here's my other issue that I'll dive in with the Ravens. The Ravens, a little bit like we talked about with Dan Campbell, like this is our slogan, this is what we've done, aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. I think the Ravens a little bit were, hey, we're Lamar, MVP, we're going to throw the ball, this is what we did all year, that's how we're going to win this game no matter what. And I thought that was a really bad, big mistake. I thought one of their biggest advantages that we talked about doing our podcast and the show last week together was that, hey, it's one of the biggest offensive lines in football. The Chiefs don't have Derek Nottie right now. He's their number one run stopper. You know, they didn't have William Gay. If there was an advantage to be had, it was in the run game by Baltimore. But Baltimore was into this kind of this the whole year, and we talked about it. Wait, we got Todd Munkin. We got OBJ. We got Zay Flowers. We're going to throw the ball. We got the MVP of football. That's what we are. We're going to throw the football. And, you know, yeah, you bit off your nose to spite your face, and you lost throwing the football instead of doing maybe what you should have done to try to win the game like the Chiefs did. I'm reluctant to go there, but when you were saying that, it almost made me think of times where we have seen an offensive coordinator. Yeah. I know. Trying to audition to be a head coach. Little. Or look what I can do. Not, look what I'm not doing. Just, I hear you. Not all these young guys getting required. All these whippersnappers out there. They want Ben Johnson. They want that. Look, I can do it too. I'm Todd Munkin. I can do it too. I can make this offense go. I can do exciting things. I can get the attention of the Seahawks or the Commanders. Hey, I'm just right up the road. What do you need Ben Johnson for? Commanders, I'm right up the road. I can come lead your team. I, I hate to think that someone gives into that temptation to show, look at all these great plays I came up with. But, hey, at the end of the day, you got to take what's there and you got to do what you do well. Six runs. Defense Six as runs by your running backs. Six of them. Like, you're the Baltimore Ravens. I don't even understand it. You're the number one running team in football. The Chiefs, their, their kryptonite on the defensive side of the ball this year has been run defense. If there was a place to get them, they are average. Tony Romo tried to explain this during the game. They're average against stopping the run. Right? That, to me, is where I don't get it. It's a little bit like they came into the game with a narrative, and they were like, this is what we are. This is what we're going to do. We want to win the game and look like this. Instead of just going, we're going to do whatever we got to do to win the game, and then we'll look awesome no matter what. That's what it seemed to me like when I was sitting there watching the game. Again, you know I think the world of the Ravens. I love them. They're tough. I love John Harbaugh. I have so much respect for the organization. That was certainly one thing I questioned about their attack yesterday, for sure. And, and you know, it's funny. We spent so much time talking about how the Lions 
were too adherent to their identity. The Ravens weren't adherent enough. I think so. To their identity. Right. Right. They kind of tried to be like, no, we're gonna we're gonna out Mahomes the Chiefs and show them that we're we're the greatest show on football right right now. We got the quarterback. We got the passing game. You know, it it just it felt like that. I was shocked with how the game played out and the fact that you know they weren't a little bit more patient with the run game, with a little bit more quarterback design run game. Right, that was a, a shock to me. Also, Mike. We kind of hit on last week. The Texans blitzed Lamar and the Ravens a lot in the first half. Their answer in the second half was quarterback design run and quick pass game. But that still is like, I think when Spags and them and the Chiefs, you saw they blitzed them consistently throughout the game yesterday. I think they still looked at it and then those aren't adequate answers. Just to throw the ball quick. Well, I'm smart. I'll have a guy there to throw the ball, stop the quick. I can blitz and stop the throw the quick thing too, right? So that to me was a little shocking as well, was the fact that they couldn't handle the blitz. They didn't handle it all that well this week. They know the Chiefs are going to blitz, and they kind of threw you know that right in their face of the Ravens and showed them they don't have a good enough plan. We have to take a break, but I will tell you this for yeah. now, and I'm sure we'll have a chance to talk about it between now and the Super Bowl. The Zay Flowers play, even though the ball was recovered in the end zone, I'm starting to come around on North Korea. Just in time for them to change the rule. I'm starting to come around about the importance of protecting that ball as you get within exactly of North Korea. Exactly. I'm, that's all I'm saying okay. for now. Okay. We've got to take a break. Look at this. There's More, hope in the world. I'm coming around. There's hope I'm in the world. Around. Somebody More can PFD change life. their mind. Look at this. <laughs> More PFD Live right after this. <laughs> This may have been our only shot. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. I, I'm well aware. And it'll be, it's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. That's, that's the reality. And if we don't have the same hunger and the same work, which is a whole other thing, once we get the offseason, um, then we got no shot of getting back here. I don't care how much better we get or what we add or what we drive. It's irrelevant. Um, it's going to be tough. Everybody in our division is going to be loaded back up, and, uh, you know, you're not hiding from anybody anymore. Everybody's going to want a piece of you, and uh, which is fine, you know, which is fine. But um, so it's hard. You want to make the most of every opportunity, and we, we had an opportunity, and we just couldn't close it out. It's, it does. It stings. It stings. A lot of wisdom in what Dan Campbell said there. I don't know that I love that message to your team in the locker room. We might not ever get back here. I I don't know that that's the message that the Bears absorbed after getting shut out by the 49ers in the 1984 playoffs that caused them to become the 85 Bears. I don't think you want to say, hey, you know what? We may never get back here. Now, I I understand the full extent of it. Yeah. Right. His broader point is this, and, and this is what we talked about earlier. So much goes into a season. The teams are so tightly packed together. There are so many factors. There is so much uncertainty. Injury, that's the great unknown that we sure. know is going to happen to certain teams, some more than others. Bounce of the ball, bad bounce of the ball, gust of wind, good weather game, bad weather game, bad call for you, good call for your opponent. 
And when you become a measuring stick team, which the Lions now are, they got to spend 60 years as not a measuring stick team. Now, you're going to be one of the teams where everybody else, you're going to get a lot of primetime games, and everybody's going to be bringing the best they have to Ford Field or whenever you show up, A-plus game, because they want to show they can beat the Lions. It used to be the Lions were the hunters. Now they're the hunted. And like he said, it's going to be twice as hard to get back. Not saying they can't, but this is reality. When you step onto the big stage, you realize it's hard to stay there. And that's what makes the Chiefs have done, what the Chiefs have done, so freaking impressive because they've managed to stay there. With everyone taking their shot, they still stay there. Are the Lions good enough, Chris, to stay there? Yeah, that, that's the million-dollar question. You know, even the 49ers are staying there to a degree, right? They haven't got to the promised land, but it, it is four out of five NFC championship games they've been in. You know, they know how to, you know, play the season out, do the little things, keep the drive, the motivation, all of that, you know, in the right place. And that's where, yeah, it'll get on to tinkering with the, the roster, and you're going to have to tinker with your plan of attack a little bit because everybody's going to study your, study you. Your division, everybody's going to take an extra few days and go, wait, the Lions were the kings of the north this year. You know, the Bears, the Packers, the Vikings, they're all going to go, let's deep, let's, let's deep dive the Lions this week at some point during the spring, early summer. And they're going to steal a few of their ideas, come up with a few ideas how to slow them down. You know, more than likely, Ben Johnson will be leaving they're going to have to figure out the new offensive coordinator situation. How's that going to be? You know, that's the other thing that gets lost. When you're good, you know, you got to sustain not only the performance on the field, but you got coaches that leave and get other jobs, and you got to be able to sustain the coaching at the same level. So these are all things that, yeah, they're going to have to answer the bell. And Dan Campbell's had the answer for everything. He really has. He's been a great motivator, a great leader. I don't agree with some of the calls he made yesterday. You know that. But, damn, everything else about him I love, and I think he'll, he'll continue to, to push the right message to his football team here into the offseason. On one of the pregame shows yesterday, somebody said Jared Goff and the Lions are expected to do an extension that will put him somewhere in the 40 millions per year. I, would you – it's getting harder and harder to peg where quarterbacks fit on this continuum of Jimmy Garoppolo, 25, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, 55. I don't know where I, – I, I, he's still got one year left on his contract. I don't know where he fits. And, you know, he had some good throws yesterday, had some good plays, but I just don't know where he fits on that continuum of the highest paid to the middle of the pack. Yeah, I, I think you, you got to strike the balance there, right? Good quarterback, we know that. Obviously, I do think he can take you to the Super Bowl 100%, but not going to be the kind of guy that can go, hey, guys, jump on my back. I'll carry us through these few moments. Again, he showed we, what we learned yesterday is Brock Purdy was certainly more capable of doing that than Jared Goff. So that's where they got to strike the balance there. Big moments of the game yesterday, Jared Goff, he had a few good moments, but in the most big got-to-have-it type of moments, he did not come through for his football team. I would think, Mike, they look for a contract that's, you know, hey, good money. We certainly respect you around that $40 million a year range where they can also maybe get out of it after two years, almost like a Daniel Jones type of thing, but maybe a little bit more impressive than that contract. Somewhere along those lines, that, that's what I would expect, Mike. Definitely not the kind of contract that will have the Lions giving another team a first-round pick to take it on after two seasons like <laughs> right. the Rams did. Right. 
the last time Jared Goff got paid. Let's take a break. When we return, Ravens had an untimely lack of discipline. We'll look at some of the mental mistakes the Ravens made that contributed to their loss to the Chiefs next year on PFT Live. The Baltimore Ravens made some mental errors throughout the course of the game. We talked earlier about how the Chiefs knew how to get under their skin. It started before the game. It continued during the game. And it finally bubbled over. This was in the second quarter, close to halftime, where Travis Kelsey baited Kyle Van Noy into giving the Chiefs a free 15 yards. Right. On a drive that ultimately... Ended up being the final points the Chiefs would score for the entire game. Final score 17-10. Van Noy comes over and does just enough. And it's always the second guy. And there's Van Noy. Helmet to helmet, face to face with Travis Kelsey. Gets the flag and Kelsey celebrates because he got what he wanted. And that 15 yards, that 15 yards made a difference. Yeah. Yes, it did. Big moment in the football game. 14-7. Still one score. Got him pinned back in their own territory. They're in trouble, you know. You could still make something and maybe get a field goal to touchdown before the half. They have the penalty there. Then it's followed up by another personal foul by Jadeveon Clowney, right, on the hit on Mahomes. And all of a sudden you're going, wait, Ravens are playing good defense, but they're not controlling their emotions here in this moment. And they just gave the Chiefs a 30, 33 yards there. And I guess those were big moments in the football game. I don't know if we got – you know, uh, I think it was the it was Clowney in the fourth, but what was the one right after that one? There was one. I'm looking r- at it now. There yeah. was there was a roughing. There was a roughing later in that drive. I'm looking at now. I'm looking at it now. Hang on. All right. Hang on. Uh, but they had a Prince number of moments small. too, guys. Just go ahead, play the hit. It was play Jones. It was roughing the passer on Jones. It was that pop to the head. Oh, that pop yes. to the head of Patrick Mahomes. Exactly right. Where it right. was like rock'em, sock'em robots. Got him right in the head. That was another 15 yards that fueled that drive. That was almost a touchdown. There was back, back-to-back holdings by the Chiefs. And this was brilliant. You, 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 you commit holding on one play. They're not going to call you on the next play. The very same guy for holding, and they did. That's what kept the Chiefs from scoring a touchdown on that drive. So, uh, But, yeah, Ravens, two personal fouls on that drive to set up the field goal that made it 17-7. Zay Flowers on the drive that culminated in the Zay Flowers North Korea style fumble into the end zone. He makes the big play, big catch. Yep. Gets the Ravens in touchdown range and gets tackled right inside the 10 and then look, push down, taunt. So everything but dangling the gets. man junk as you would say. Exactly. Throws the ball, but you know what? They don't call it anymore, so guys think they can get away with it. Yeah. Well, they that, don't call it. That, to me, went above and beyond what we've seen not yes. called. That's where I just go, you're right. They've been a little more lax That's with what it. happens, though, when you don't call it. Yeah. They've That's been what a happens more when lax. you don't call it. But, you know, literally, when you push the guy, then spin the ball, then put your man junk in his face, I'm sorry, that's the trifecta. That's the trifecta. They're going to call that. <laughs> that's... You know, that's that, that's that's, uh, where that's, you, a, that's a George Costanza. Exactly. That's, that's where sure. it went too far. And again, that's where their frustrations, their emotions, they all boiled over in the wrong spots there. You know, and I know people want to see, oh, let them taunt and do all that. No, that's a slippery slope. Let them taunt. Then let him get his head ripped off the next time he goes over the middle. Right. Because that's that's the way the defense fights back. But they're going to call a penalty on the defense if they do that. 
So you can't. So I love Joe Burrow. I don't agree with let the guys taunt. It's not the right example. I don't want my son, who's 13, sitting there watching, going, well, when I play football next year, I'm going to spin the ball and put my man junk or little boy junk in some kid's area because I saw Zay Flowers do it. All right? That ain't good. We don't want that in our sport, and that was wrong of the Ravens right there. (laughs) For for Costanza, it was food, TV, and sex at the same time. For Zay Flowers, it was shove him, spin the ball, and dangle the man junk. Right. parallel there somewhere. (laughs) I don't know. Exactly right. But but uh, but anyway anyway, the fact that they haven't been calling it see that's and you know what's going to happen next year, point of emphasis point of emphasis when we go to the meeting in August point of emphasis taunting, point of emphasis means our officials haven't been doing their job our officials have gotten complacent our officials have gotten lazy they're not enforcing the rules the way we want them to and now we've noticed it and Zay Flowers play will be the catalyst to go back to where we were. Remember that ridiculous play where the guy for the Bears, whose name I can't remember, yeah. did the spinning Curtis, roundhouse Cassius kick Marsh. In, the, Marsh. In, the direction, in the direction of the guys on the sideline 30 yards away, and he got flagged That's for when they went over, That boy. was back when. Right. right. Point of emphasis, point of emphasis, and now they've gone back the other way, and the Zay Flowers trifecta is what will get the NFL I guarantee you, I guarantee you, point of emphasis, write it down now, point of emphasis for 2024, taunting, back to what it was five or six years ago. We had, um, we so mentioned we had that, the, we had the two personal fouls on that one drive that made it 17-7, right? Van Noy and, and Travis Jones, like you talked about. Then we get later in the fourth quarter, right? Not long after Zay Flowers and all this goes on, let alone we know he fumbles diving into the end zone, which is a big moment. But then we get more... Ravens losing their cool, doing dumb stuff and big moments when the game was still, you know, with within reach. Certainly very competitive here. And there, that's like, I mean, Jadeveon Clowney knows better. One, it's an extra step, probably. Two, you know you put your crown in the helmet, helmet. into the crown crown jewel of the NFL. They're gonna call it in that moment. Period. So that just to me is these the Ravens are better than that. They're smarter than that. And I was shocked by this that they did some of this stuff down the stretch, Mike. And then they got 12 men on the field coming out of a break. And shocking. Just coming out of a break. First right. and 10, start of a drive. Coming out of a break. How do you have – it reminded me of Brad Childress having 12 guys in the huddle coming out of a break in the NFC Championship 15 years ago. You can't have 12 guys on the field then they coming out this. of a break. Right. Here's where – this was – yeah, this was – and and look, yeah, I understand what he was here. doing there. Right, they're trying to stop the clock. But right, you, right, they're trying to stop the clock. But you don't have to go over and blast the guy. Just go off you sides. Don't have to blast the guy. They're right. trying to take. They're trying to take extra gratuitous violence out of the game. You could give the eye concussion with that hit when he's in when he's in his stance and he doesn't know it's coming. Definitely, that was stupid. Sprain his ankle. That was stupid. Hurt it was his uncalled knee. for. Exactly right. That, that was the right call. It was another shocking moment. Where, yes, I, I understand the strategic, what they're doing there. The, the strategery, all right, as an ex-president once said, was that was right. But because they're going to wind the clock. They're going to start it back up. Go off sides. Let it be first down. Again, the clock will stop. And then they hope to get a, a, a minimal gain on, on first down, running the ball with the Chiefs, and then they can call their timeouts. But, yeah, just go off sides. Don't demolish the right guard when he's defenseless. Just the Ravens did some 
unraven type things throughout the day yesterday. All right, we got to take a break. More PFT Live right after this. No, you don't, you don't take it for granted either. Um, you never know how many you're going to get to um, if you're, or if you're going to get to any. Um, and so it truly is special. Um, just to do it with these guys after what we've been through all season long, guys coming together, um, it really is special. But uh, I, I told them, I mean, the job's not done. I mean, our job now is to prepare ourselves to play a good football team in the Super Bowl and try to get that ring. That's right. Just as Dan Marino, he thought after he went to his first one, he'd be back again and again and again, and he never was. Patrick Mahomes now heading there for the fourth time. What's your first impression of what will be a rematch of Super Bowl 54? Um, I, you know, one, it, it's just like two heavyweights. This has been a team that's trying to been right around trying to be the king of the NFC for the last five years. And then we got one team that's like, no, we're, we're, we're not only the kings of the AFC, we're the kings of football. Right, and you know, you you want this crown from us? We already tried to put you in your place a few years ago. How dare you come back here again? I think this is what I love about this. I think there's going to be a little bit more of a personal side to this Super Bowl because it will be fresh. I mean, Kittle and Nick Bosa and Debo and Ayuk, Fred Warner, they were all there with you know Kelsey and and Mahomes and 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 some other guy, Chris Jones, of course, and Nick Chris Bolton. Jones. Right? They were all there too. So. That's where I think it's cool. It's, it's two dynasty-type franchises here who are still going to have a bitter taste in their mouth about the Super Bowl a few years ago from their star players, and I think that's going to add to a little more pizzazz and sizzle to this matchup. Brock Purdy's here. Patrick Mahomes is here. That's yeah. a given. Patrick yeah. Mahomes is on a tier by himself. But, but the rest of the team around Purdy... And the way Purdy played yesterday, that could be enough to overcome the gap. Because, look, it was almost enough to overcome the gap between Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo four years ago. Almost enough. Almost enough to do it, but didn't quite get it done. I hear you. And how about this? The 49ers opened as two-and-a-half-point favorites, and it's already moved a a point-and-a-half to the 49ers being a one-point favorite. And, Chris, I think the quarterback difference is what's going to draw people to bet the Chiefs. And I won't be surprised. You said this during the break. I won't be surprised if the Chiefs end up being favored by the time we get to Super Bowl Yeah, I have a feeling we're going to be in Vegas late that week, and we're going to go, look at this. The Chiefs are one point, one and a half point favorites going to the Super Bowl because of what you talked about. It's just, hey, they're, they've been here. We've seen this guy answer the bell time after time after time. You know, this is where this is going to be great. When one, I look at it and go, you know, the Chiefs defense special. All right. This is the most special offense they are going to play all year. Shanahan's not going to be impatient with the run game like the Ravens will. He's going to make you defend it all. And then on the other side, I just look at it and go, Niners, you play defense like you did yesterday against the Lions and Jared Goff. Well, you know, mother effing Mahomes is going to make you pay if you play like that again. So they better tighten it up on that side of the ball. It's going to be fun, man. I can't wait. You saw the odds there for Super Bowl MVP, courtesy of DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And for Super Bowl 58, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the app and use the promo code PFTLIVE when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. And please wager responsibly. We'll wrap up PFT Live right after this.
With the Lions and the Ravens eliminated, their assistant coaches are eligible to be hired as head coaches elsewhere. Ben Johnson is widely believed to be the favorite to join new GM Adam Peters, the former 49ers assistant GM, as head coach of the Commanders. It's been rumored. It's been believed. It's just been a given for weeks that Johnson is going to be the guy. But Mike McDonald, the Ravens defensive coordinator, will be interviewing for that job as well. So it's not done yet, Chris. Not done yet. But yes, like you said, everybody I know trusts in the business. Ben Johnson is going to be the head coach of the Commanders. We'll see. Maybe that changes something over the last 24 hours. Mike McDonald, D coordinator of the Ravens. We know he's special. Be interested to see who gets the Seahawks job. Still out there, you know, and I don't know where that's going either. Does somebody reflect on the Lions game yesterday and wake up today and say there's value in having Bill Belichick as the coach if we can find a way to wall him off from personnel? Because there is. Experience counts. That's it for today. See See ya. Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.